Texas tell the story. This life had many shades. You're tuned in to the Morning Press, 938 on your Thursday morning, 267-1023. That's our telephone line in the studio. You can call us or text us if you'd like to be a part of our show at 267-1023. Congratulations once again to Mike Shields from Decatur. He won those Paul McCartney concert tickets from us. Sir Paul McCartney playing Thompson Bowling Arena in Knoxville on May 31st. Only 13 cities on the tour, and Paul McCartney's only stop in Tennessee. It's information and entertainment right here on the Talk Monster. Congrats once again to Mike O'Shields from Decatur, who won those Paul McCartney tickets. Now, folks, we're not done giving away concert tickets just yet. Dropkick Murphy's playing a big sold-out show at the Signal tomorrow night. They're back out on their St. Patrick's Day tour. It's been a couple of years since they've been able to do this tour with all the COVID restrictions that have been in place. And I think their last time in Chattanooga was eight years ago. They were here in 2013, I think it was, uh, back at the old Track 29. So I have a couple of pairs of tickets that I'm going to be giving away. Well, one pair of two tickets I'm going to be giving away at my new bar, the Blue Light, 43 Station Street, right here in Chattanooga. We're giving them away. We're going to raffle them off tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow evening, right before the show. The doors at the bar will open at 5 p.m. The doors at the show, I believe, open at 7 p.m. So come on down to the Blue Light, 43 Station Street. We're going to raffle off a pair of tickets. Now, the way I was able to get those tickets is the band was kind enough. Sold-out show. You can't even find tickets to this show anymore. But the band was kind enough to uh, free up a couple of spots for talk radio listeners, okay? With that in mind, on line one right now, calling in from somewhere on the road. He's out there on tour. It's Ken Casey with the Dropkick Murphys, my old buddy from Boston. And Kenny Boy, it's great to have you on the phone. Brian, how are you? You sound funny. You've been in Tennessee too long. Yeah, I know, right? Ken, I just, uh, I'm glad you brought that up. Before we even get into this conversation, I hear from people all the time, oh, yeah, I can tell you're from Boston. And I say, I don't have a Boston accent. You, you can tell I'm not from the South. If people want to hear a Boston accent, just soak in Ken Casey. Ken Casey's got the Boston accent. Boy, I don't know about right now. I can barely speak. Uh, we're, yeah, we're we're somewhere between Baton Rouge and um, and uh, New Orleans right now. I'm on the bus moving, so I hope <laughs> hopefully the self service holds up. But uh, yeah, it's good to hear your voice, my friend, and I'm looking forward to coming back to Chattanooga. It has been a while. Yeah, it's been a long time. We've we've got this new venue. Uh, well, it's about like four years old. You guys haven't played it, but it's a nice venue. It's a, it's a, just a nice big box. I've talked with Matt, your drummer, about this. He loves playing those perfect box rooms. He always says that's great sound in those kind of rooms, so I think you guys are going to like it. Oh, well, we're excited. It's good to be back. So this is, uh, okay, so the St. Patrick's Day Tour. Now, Remind us, I know it's been real frustrating for bands like you guys who, who, who make so much of your money on the road, and, and you kind of had to shut this down for like the last two years, right? Yeah, we've just, you know, been obviously, you know, bands don't really earn their living via their, you know, record sales or anything anymore. It's all in touring, so, um, you know, you basically lost uh, livelihood like so many others did. But then again, there's some people who, you know, depending on your career, it was was better for you, which is bizarre in my mind. Um, but uh, so we're grateful to be back out there. And, um, yeah, you know, it's it's definitely uh, 
been a rough few years, but mm. makes us that more gratitude, grateful to be out now, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I've 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 tried to explain to our listeners too, Ken, because one of the things about your band and you know a lot of the punk rock bands is they like to be out there with the fans. They like to make it a real interactional experience. But of course, you guys, you're still trying to protect yourselves. There's not going to be a lot of fan interaction, unfortunately. But you know, people can come out to the show. They can enjoy the show. In terms of like the backstage parties and the boozing and all of that, you you kind of have to put that on hold for now. Yeah, well, the boozing's been on hold with us for a long time, but uh, <laughs> but you know, even just like you know, we typically would let the fans on stage, and you know, obviously, you know, from being at the shows, it's very, very communal, yeah. and um, yeah, so no no fans on stage, but you know, I'm creeping back out there, stepping on the barricade, and getting <laughs> closer and closer. You know, I mean, but. Just when you think this thing's over and everything's out of the woods, you hear like John Mayer had to cancel his tour because of COVID outbreaks and some other stuff. So, you know, uh, all it takes is uh, one guy to get it and spread right. it through the camp, and then you got to shut it down. And I understand people aren't getting sick like before, but on the other hand, I can't be out. We can't be out spreading it to people at the shows either. So we gotta. We just gotta. Gotta be careful, you know. Well, I, I know, and I, I don't think enough people understand that. You know, like you said, if if even one guy in the band went down, and now you have to call off a few shows or whatever, you, you were just talking about how you already lost two years of income. Now we got to shut it down for another two weeks or so, and you just can't afford to take that risk. Yeah, we've been um, taking a lot of preparations out here. Where like even the the opening acts of like where you know, members of every band of wearing some songs. So if there was ever, you know, a guitar player that needed to pitch in. And so it's uh, it's a very much a team effort out here right now, you know. Talking here with Ken Casey from the Dropkick Murphys. They have this big sold-out show at the Signal tomorrow night, March 4th, part of their big St. Patrick's Day tour. And, Ken, I want to get into that. You know, the uh, the listeners out there, I mean, sold-out show. you got a big fan base here in Chattanooga. Everybody knows the music, but... Um, you know, you and I have known each other a long time. One of the things we have in common is 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 our Irish heritage in Boston. Tell tell the fans, you know, where does this all come from? Uh, Ken Casey, where where the name, the music, the inspiration, you know, your grandfather had a lot to do with this. Your upbringing with your mom had a lot to do with this, but the Irish heritage, the culture, the the way you are musically inclined, where just just tell our listeners where it all comes from. Sure. So, I mean, you know, as a teenager, when you discover your own music, um, you know, Boston was a, a fertile place to go see, you know, live punk rock and American hardcore. And just, you know, that was my music of choice as a teen. But my music of <laughs> forced upon me as a child was the Irish music. And, um, you know, that the influence of of the Irish culture in a place like Boston is, um, is real. It isn't about just having the last name. Um, you know, it's about, you know, the matriarchs or patriarchs of most families being born in Ireland. And yeah. with that come, come their cultures, uh, or, or what influences the family. And, um, so, you know, speaking of Irish music, I felt like it was just, you know, jammed into my blood. And, and when I decided to start a band and write music, we weren't even trying at first to be of this nature, but, you know, it was like the aggressive music just kind of blurred with 
the Irish music. And um, the name comes from uh, some Boston history where it was a gentleman by the name of Dropkick Murphy who was a, a wrestler back in, like, the 40s and, you know, would fight at the Boston Garden and everything. And then he went on to train boxers and wrestlers and, he became more well-known um, because at his camp, a lot of times the fighters would, you know, have drinking problems, and he, he would um, help taper them down. And he, he came up with a formula to taper the alcoholic down off a binge with giving him peraldehyde and horse tranquilizers and um, very primitive <laughs> forms of detox. And so you'd hear people like my grandfather or, you know, my father-in-law and all these people would talk about like, yeah, I was, I had to go to drop kicks to pick up my father or I got, you know, I was in drop kicks and, you know, just, oh, I was always like, wow, yeah. well, that's, that's intrigued by that whole history. You know? yeah. So we, we took, we took the name for that, which is cool because drop kicks son, who's, you know, in his probably late seventies. Now he gets a kick out of it and comes to the show sometimes. And, you know, it's kept his legacy alive via the, uh, band name you know it's it's funny you bring up that history ken because i remember when you guys first you know surfaced in the late 1990s and you and you started to become real big around boston and that's when i got to know you and i would go out to these shows i remember it was usually my irish aunts and uncles you know where are you going tonight i'm going to see the dropkick murphys and that's what they would say the drunk tank you mean the, yeah. the place where the drunks go i go no there's a there's a band called that now yeah, well, when we first started selling T-shirts and merchandise, the kids would, you know, we play a show and the kids would come back with the shirt the next time and go, I got, oh, I have old guys stopping me all over the place saying, you know, I was in there. And so, but, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's, but it's cool to have the nod to Boston history, you know? Yeah. One of the other things that we, we have in common now, I'm, I'm giving away these, uh, tickets at, uh, the bar. I just opened a bar here in Chattanooga, but, uh, you're, you're a man of, uh, many endeavors. You've got the charity organizations. You've got the band. Um, I know you had to, unfortunately, McGreevy's. That was your flagship Irish pub in Boston. I think you had to close it down after COVID, but you, but you still have a few. Don't you still have a few bars or restaurants around? Yeah, we have um, we have a taqueria brand called Yellow Door Taqueria that does really great in Boston, and we're just opening our third one um, of that. I have uh, Lower Mills Tavern, and um, yeah, so I, we have four or five places, and um, um, yeah, it was sad to see McGreevy's close, but when COVID first hit and everything had to shut down, the landlord basically said, you know, yeah. Uh, pay me full rent, and you know, it was uh, you know, the place was shut. Yeah. Really, we could only survive that for you know five or six months, and we just had to say, hey, we're gonna gotta pull the plug. And um, mm. it was sad. It was sad to see it go. That's for sure. But they, the owner sold the building, and I think they were trying at that point to get us out so they could sell the building. You know, right? right. Yeah, pay full rent, and you're saying with what? What? Do I- yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But congrats on your place. I look forward to maybe getting a chance to pop over and check it out. Oh, it, well, we'd love to have you. I, I was hoping, you know, I talked with your management. I said, why don't we do a big pre-party there? And then, of course, he said, you know, look, we're, we're going to be kind of on COVID lockdown here. We have to be very careful with how we do things. But you know, like yeah. I said, he was kind enough to give me a couple of tickets. So we'll raffle them off at the bar tomorrow. And, uh, you know, and it should be good. The The show should be fantastic. Again, sold out show. And 
I looked at your tour dates. You, 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 you're touring all across the United States. Um, I think there was like a handful of tickets left for tonight's show in uh, New Orleans. Aside from that, it looks like the entire tour is a sellout. Yeah, it's good to see people, you know, ready to come back out and enjoy live music. You know, we did we did a tour in August, September, and it was still a little bit, uh, oh, but there was just an air of, like, time yet, you know, and uh, yeah. now it feels like it's time, you know. All right, Ken Casey, Dropkick Murphys, we're all looking to the forward to the show tomorrow again. It's at the Signal. I think the door's open at 7. It's a sold-out show, folks, but... Again, uh, the band was kind enough to give me two tickets. So two tickets, going to raffle them off tomorrow at the Blue Light, 43 Station Street. We'll open the doors at 5 p.m., come on down, have a drink, put your name in for the raffle. We'll get you a free pair of tickets to this show. Sold-out show, last I checked, the, you know, the tickets on the secondary sites are for something ridiculous, like 200 bucks. So you don't want to spend that. Win a pair of free tickets instead down at the Blue Light. And uh, Ken, we look forward to hosting you once again in Chattanooga. Uh, good luck uh, on the show tonight, and we'll see you. We'll see the rest of the Murphys tomorrow night at the Signal. Great to catch up with you, Brian. I Talk to you later, pal. All right, we'll see you. There he is, Ken Casey, Dropkick Murphys. Big show tomorrow at the Signal.